The final score looked like we expected, but I don't think anybody expected the battle to get to 3-0 for the Arizona Cardinals on the road against the Jacksonville Jaguars. It's Bo Brock, it's Alex Clancy. We're breaking it all down on this episode of Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Rise up, Red Sea. Happy 3-0 to the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, it uh, it wasn't exactly how you expected it to go down. The Arizona Cardinals had to go 24, outscore the Jags 24-6 to win this game, 31-19 to improve the 3-0 and keep the Jags winless. Urban Meyer, Trevor Lawrence, winless. Big plays made by Byron Murphy. You had a couple newcomers make their first like big imprint on this team, James Conner and A.J. Green. We'll get into all the performances. It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, uh, Locked on Cardinals. Make sure you're following along on Twitter, at Locked on AZ Cards. Of course, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Unbelievable. Love that everybody's tuning in, making Locked on Cardinals the first thing that they check out each and every day because we are the best daily Arizona Cardinals podcast and Alex you know is it fair is it fair to say hey look 3-0 is 3-0 win is a win in this situation I mean with how they played in the second half yes you know like if they would if they would have been a replicate second half that we saw in the first half maybe not so much but they instilled their dominance they showed you know a rookie quarterback that he still got something to learn Byron Murphy took um you know a, a lollipop pass pick six it was great and then you know James Conner showed seriously that he may have more juice in the tank than we thought, and A.J. Green can still find holes and zones, and he's still 6'4". We saw the deep pass down down the middle of the field on third and whatever it was, third and, third and medium, and A.J. Green went up and got it. It was a 37-yard chunk play. Like If they play like that, this season's going to go a lot better than we thought when the season started. You know, because yeah. you're not really relying on those two guys to do anything when, when they came in. You know, they were late ads. They were kind of under-the-radar ads, but I mean, they were the two best offensive players on the field that we saw on Sunday. Maybe Christian Kirk, you throw his name in there also. Yeah, I, I hope the crow that I have to eat because I had called for A.J. Green not to get as many looks in the second half during our halftime show, which we do. We pop on each and every halftime during the Arizona Cardinals season and break down what we saw. And, and I thought we needed to see more DeAndre Hopkins and less A.J. Green, less targets, and A.J. Green balled out. Five catches, 112 yards in the second half. Huge as far as moving the chains and making big plays for this offense. Um, you know, so I'll take it like just smoke it for me or season it up at least. This is the far as the throw I as far as this one goes. But uh, you know, if if you're leaning on us to kind of take you through this game, if you didn't watch the game, is the Arizona Cardinals came out of the gates, they score, you know, Kyler Murray, uh, his third rushing touchdown of the season opened up the scoring, and then that was it for the Arizona Cardinals as far as putting up points in the first half. Uh, they brought out Matt Prater at the end of the first half to kick a uh, 68-yarder. He's no Justin Tucker who had a 66-yard game winner for the Ravens on Sunday. Uh, but Matt Prater fell short, and it resembled the uh, the old Iron Bowl there between the Auburn and Alabama Crimson Tide where Auburn returned it for a kick six. That's what happened to the Arizona Cardinals. They couldn't take down the return, and the Jags, they go into the locker room up 13-7. to They missed the PAT, and uh, you know people are like, what's going on? You know, the offense we'd mentioned during the halftime show, it wasn't terrible. They were moving the ball, but they weren't 
scoring. They weren't finding pay dirt, and uh, there was a lot of criticism, obviously, for the the play caller himself, Cliff Kingsbury. And then they come out of the gates to kick, to start the second half. They get the ball, the Arizona Cardinals do, and they're moving the it quite well. And then Kyler Murray throws a pick, right? You know, it gets it gets taken. It was a bad pass, and uh, I don't know if he didn't see the safety there. And he gets picked off for the third consecutive game. He starts the second half off with an interception. And the Arizona Cardinals defense was able to kind of slow things down. They they were able to get the they get the did they get the pick right away from no, they, they ended up having to make a big play on defense, slow things down. They got the ball back, they kicked the field goal, and then Jacksonville tacked on a rushing touchdown from James Robinson. Right. And then that's when the Arizona Cardinals things kind of started to wake up. And then they started taking, uh, coming back and, and getting back into that contest. The Byron Murphy pick six, which was his second interception of the game, just completely turned everything. And then the Arizona Cardinals rode that momentum throughout the end of the game. Ended another, added another touchdown. Yeah, I mean the the choice to kick a sixty-eight yard field goal, pretty much at sea level, it was a dumbass decision. It was a dumb move. It, I, I don't know why. It, maybe it's false bravado or something. In my opinion, you punt the ball or you take a knee and you go into halftime. Like I don't like it. it, it you understand? Learn. I mean, it's a hard what? It's a harsh lesson to learn, but they learned it. I mean, if they do it again, you say okay. But I mean, they kicked a sixty-two yarder just a week ago. Yeah, I mean, six I yards. It's almost a full first down longer. Like you have to understand that the people on the field when these things happen are three hundred pounds, and the guy receiving the ball is 200 pounds, and he's faster than everybody on the field. I understand that it's revisionist history saying it this way. It's super easy to say after the dude runs it back 109 yards. But thinking that somebody can make a 68-yard field goal when it's never happened in the NFL history, and you put yourself in a weak spot if what were, what did happen happens for the chance for somebody to run a kickback, why would you put yourself in that situation? Because I just don't understand it. Here's the thing. I, I'm not going to be overcritical of, about that just because, you know, he returned 108 yards. I mean, there was multiple chances for them to take him down. You know, the chances of of them returning the kick are probably as minimal as him making the kick, sure. But, you know, the guy made a 62-yarder the previous week. You wanted to see what his leg was about, and you didn't think it was going to hurt you that bad. Now you know. Okay, but do you, do you still do you, do you fault them for going for a 62-yarder then before? Like, and, and it, it worked out. No, because it's not almost a seventy-yard field goal. It's completely but he, different. But he made the sixty-two-yarder where he probably could have made it sixty-eight yards the previous week. That's in that they they were just testing it out, testing out the leg of Matt Prater. I, I'm not going to be that critical of it. You know, he, the the one thing that really was glaring today was how bad the Jacksonville Jaguars were, and the Arizona Cardinals were able to overcome that because they were as bad of a team as as the Jags are. I mean, they just gave them so many opportunities to win this game, and finally the Arizona Cardinals, in like the late third quarter, early fourth quarter, were able to take advantage of that and, and win this game. At any point, where where was like the most nervous you were that they were going to not come out of there with the double? I mean, first half, you know, because the, the offense looked, you know, um, stagnant. Uh, and what did we say during halftime? I, I said it was like going to get – Frozy yogurt and not getting any toppings. It was like it's fine. Who wants it's fine. Froyo. That's uh that that shouldn't even be a thing. What are you talking about? Have you been to a Pinkberry? Uh, or with a to- toppingless 
Froyo? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what the offense looked like in the first half. Right. That's what I'm saying. You never want you never want topping with yo Froyo, even though we shouldn't right. say Froyo either as gentlemen. But um, the first half, and then after the, I guess maybe it was after the pick when the James Robinson train for 50 yards into the end zone, you know, on on multiple plays. But I mean, there was still so much time left, and the Cardinals' offense is so good that. You know, there was still time. So worry wasn't really there. Concern, sure. But actually being nervous that they weren't going to win pretty much stopped, you know, midway through the third quarter. Because, yeah, I just felt, especially in the third quarter, you know, the Arizona Cardinals were able to uh, get the put the field goal up, right? And it's it's 13 to 10 at that point. And then they it seemed like Trevor Lawrence was getting into a rhythm. And you're like, oh, no, he's finally finding himself at the NFL level. He was, I think, at 1.6 for six. He had the touchdown pass in the first half. And they come out in that second half, and they have that drive, and James Robinson caps it off with the TD, and they go up 19 to 10. You're like, oh, crap. You know, they they got the run game going. They can lean on that the rest of the way, and the Arizona Cardinals are going to be in trouble if this is what Jacksonville can kind of deploy the rest of the game. That's going to be tough for the Arizona Cardinals to overcome. And then Jacksonville just proved they were a bad team and, and continued to set the Cardinals up. But the and I'm like, okay, the Cardinals offense needs to play a perfect half here if they want to come out of here with W. Luckily, they didn't have to because of the mistakes made from the Jags. Now, does this make you before we do our actual preview into week four when they go to SoFi Saving to play the Rams? One to ten. How confident are you that this team can beat the Rams on Sunday? I mean, it's like say it was like a five before yeah. this game. If they if they came out and they rolled today and won or yeah if they came out and they rolled and they won forty five nothing you still have concern like okay I mean we we know that you, they've never beaten McVay they just never mm-hmm. beat McVay so you know I think it's it stays it's pretty similar they played poorly and stay, still came out of there with a W so I you know I I don't know it's it's something that we're gonna have to start to look at uh, you know full disclosure the Rams are playing as we record this podcast so mm-hmm. we don't know how they look as far as week three. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I, I think obviously they have the talent to win. It's just, they're going to have to execute and they're going to have to play a really good game to win that game. They can't come out flat. They can't have a, they can't have a full half of football where the offense is in there. That's just, you don't beat teams like the Rams with playing that way. That's, I guess that's the way I'll put it. That's for sure. I mean, that's true. And I mean, it's gotta be, yeah, yeah no, no self-inflicted mistakes. That's yeah. true. All right. So the, we, we were pretty pretty critical and i think that this is one of those things it's like yeah you can there hasn't been you know i think week one was a perfect game right there was a it was a perfect game where where they came out and they rolled a team like the tennessee titans 38 13 last week they get lucky they they had there's some good things to take away and then this one there was there was a lot of ugly and then they were able to kind of just be the the, the superior team and, and take it get out of jacksonville with the w and be three and oh but uh there, there's definitely some some criticisms that i think are fair there was a lot of good that happened in the Arizona Cardinals 31-19 win. We'll get into it. It's Bo, it's Alex, it's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Cardinals fans, you buy gas. Most of us do, obviously. <laughs> you got your gas needs. Get upside. It's going to save you some cash, make you some cash. Listeners are making up to $0.25 cents every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. And you get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's $0.50 cents cash back on your first time at the pump. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore and make some cash back. $0.50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. 
Some people who drive a lot are actually making as much as two to $300 a month in cash back, and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right into your account. You're can, you can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. That's promo code TOUCHDOWN for 50% per gallon cash back on your first tank with GetUpside. And Bo, um, we do our Friday Five every Friday, and we do win, win loss, oh, um, point spread over under, um, and then the couple of the spot, the couple of the um, the props we had from BetOnline.ag. I believe James James Robinson uh, won the one between him and Chase Edmonds, and the one I mentioned thirteen uh, carries for Chase Edmonds, the under hit, but the spread hit. Cardinals covered, and the over under just missed the over again. That's two out of three weeks for the Cardinals. But betonline.ag's got you covered for everything you need. Okay, Go to betonline.ag. They've got a brand new interface, brand new website. Everything is brand spanking new on there. Um, go to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today. Receive your 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit using promo code NFL100. You deposit 100 bucks. You put the promo promo code NFL100 in, you get $100 on betonline.ag. So from football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. We're just we're giving you money at the tank. We're giving you money to bet with and build. So many monies. Get upside and, and betonline.ag. Uh, man, just incredible. Locked on Cardinals, boys. Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, we appreciate everybody making uh, Locked on Cardinals the first thing you tune into each and every day. Best daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. We're on YouTube. Check us out. Subscribe. Uh, just unbelievable things going on with the YouTube channel. Thank you for everybody that tunes in, hits us with a like, subscribes, you know, interacts in the comments, interacts on Twitter, at Locked on AZ Cards. So let's let's look at this. Kyler Murray, 28 for 34, 316. He had the pick. He didn't have a touchdown pass for the first time uh, this season in a game. He did have the rushing touchdown, his third of the year. James Conner, he had two trips to the end zone. I mean, it was right there on the goal line twice, and there was James Conner to just punch it in, something to, uh, that I think a lot of people wanted to see from this running back core. And then you had the, the receivers. A.J. Green leads all receivers in this contest where uh, he had five catches, 112 yards. Christian Kirk had another big catch on fourth down in this contest. Uh, gutsy move by Cliff Kingsbury to continue that drive that ended up being a field goal. But Christian Kirk, seven catches, 104 yards. Chase Edmonds, seven catches, 49 yards. He had 26 more yards on the ground. And then you look at uh, Trevor Lawrence on the other side of it, you're able to continue the trend of him not taking care of the football, the two picks. He did have the one touchdown. So the Arizona Cardinals, Byron Murphy, probably my player of the game in this contest. Yeah, I mean, it's probably fair. I mean, the pick six, like it's – if those things can happen throughout the season, the Cardinals are going to be in good shape. Yeah. You know, they've had a couple of the interceptions they've had this season have been off tips, so take that for, for better or worse. But Byron Murphy has looked good. Nobody's really burned them. This season, the secondary, you know, whether it be from the pass rush or whatever, even against the Vikings, the Byron Murphy jumped the route on the second play of the game and was wrong. So it was like he got burned down the sidelines. Adam Thielen, Marco Wilson fell down during Adam Thielen's touchdown. So, I mean, the Cardinals look pretty good. The secondaries look pretty good. Jalen Thompson's look good. Buda Baker's look good. The pass rushes look fine. But yeah, I mean, I think you're right. The defense wins. And the defense and James Conner today, like seeing James Conner really play 
Like he, this is what happens when you get run into the ground in Pittsburgh. You're gonna get beat up and you're gonna get injured. If you can use him half as much as Pittsburgh did, you might see this because again, he is a big bruising back when he's on the field. And and I think the biggest win for the offense today was Kyler Murray yet again with the play action bootleg where he could, you know, he's having a tea party on the way into the end zone. The more you can do that successfully, the better chance you have of giving it to James Conner and just running it up to A gap and scoring a touchdown, which is something the Cardinals have really struggled with over the last two years since Kyler Murray came into the league because you're not putting him really under center that much. And they have been more around the around the uh, goal line, but James Conner waltzed in for his second touchdown, set up by Kyler Murray's bootleg for the second time this year, where he just walks in, uh, you know, on the outside. Yeah, it was the was that the fourth down play to continue that drive, right? I mean, they they it was fourth and short, and they were able to continue that drive, and then it sets up James Conner. James Conner, yeah, and it had a Rondell Moore uh, run on that too, that almost went into the end zone. So they're getting creative. You know, sometimes I dislike it. And you're just like, hey, you, you've got, you know, one of the most versatile and, and quickest quarterbacks. Let's not, you know, let's keep it simple, stupid. But at the same time, you know, it, it when it works, it looks really good. Uh, Marco Wilson, I thought, made a couple big pass yep. defenses in this game. You know, when you look at the rest of the secondary, you almost had a pick from Robert Alford. I mean, you are going up against a rookie quarterback, but at least it's showing that this secondary, when they are playing a quarterback that's struggling, that they can be, good enough to to pass and i didn't see much from this pass rush though today either it was for the second straight week sure they got three sacks against trevor lawrence but in the first half it was pretty non-existent except for maybe one play where they got to trevor lawrence and made him make a bad throw yeah it's weird i mean we're seeing jekyll and hyde pass rush looks good and then the run game and then the run defense looks terrible we saw it in minnesota it was flip-flopped halves and that's kind of what we saw today where you know Again, sustained drives for the offense is going to help the defense stay spry and frisky and be able to stop the run. And we saw that one long drive of pretty much all run plays that, um, you know, I mean, we're, we're, we're still seeing both sides of the ball still trying to figure it out, but they're winning in the process. And, Bo, I mean, we're going to find out if this team is a playoff team really in the next three weeks, not necessarily by record, by win-loss of these next three games, but more by can you hang with the Rams, the 49ers, and 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 the Browns and, and they have the 49ers at home. They've already played three of their seven, three of their nine away games, and they're two and zero. Oh. So I mean, really good thing so far. So all in all, I mean, I know I ripped Cliff a little bit today because I, I felt like the play calling was terrible in the first half, and Kyler Murray, you know, not running, not extending plays, and not making, you know, uh, making something out of nothing in the first half wasn't there, so they didn't score any points. But all in all, I mean, they got a W on the road, early time slot, and, and you get out. Again, they scored 31 points. They scored 30 points just like you thought they would. Yeah, let's talk about the head coaches here uh, here on Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, we'll get into Cliff, his performance, how he's able to figure things out as the Cardinals score 30 points for the third consecutive game. But remember, there's a pick six in there where, uh, from the defense. So the, the offense putting up uh, 24 points in this contest. How did uh, how do we feel about Cliff? Because there was a lot of the, the Cliff Kingsbury haters out there. They were coming out in full first force as far as the first half was concerned. So we'll get into Cliff Kingsbury's performance here on Lockdown Cardinals. I do want to tell you about Direct TV Stream. It's uh, simple to get, to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings you live TV on demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and TVs all in one place. The best part: there's no annual contract. 
to stop waiting to get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Bill Bar. So I just finished my last one, Bo, the cookie dough chunk that we got in the mail last week. I know you're rationing yours like you're in the Prius, you know, the Mesozoic era, one right. bite every three days or whatever. But this week, the limited time flavor is cookie dough chunk. Okay. Bill Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the planet. I believe, I believe that Bill Bar was doing blind taste tests between cookie dough chunk and three musketeer and cookie dough chunk was winning. So not only does it taste really good, like a candy bar, but it's healthy. 15 grams of protein, you know, less than five grams of sugar, high in fiber, low in calories. It's exactly what you want. And this isn't even one of the nine flavors you can always get. Coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel, Bo's favorite. Again, under 180 calories for all of these, five grams of net carbs or less, at least 17 grams of protein. Bill Bar is the best tasting protein bar on the planet. It's the healthiest candy bar on the planet, however you want to slice it. So go to built.com and write LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off uh, your first order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 50% off at builtbar.com. I don't know why I ration my Built Bars like uh, like I'm Matt Damon in The Martian. And he's <laughs> after his farm gets goes up in flames. I don't know why, because I can just use the promo code LOCKED15 and get myself a new box. But True. Uh, it's, uh, it is, it's, it's no doubt the best, and I hide it from my family because I'm a self <laughs> Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, I thought he, he did turn things around in the second half, but he had, he had a very good opportunity to do so. I mean, we saw, this is not a good Jacksonville Jaguars defense at all. Um, you know, it was in is after we're done talking about Cliff, I want to get into Kyler Murray in his now three consecutive games with the pick he's got, uh, you know, he's on pace for more picks than he's ever had in, in his regular season before. So that's going to be important for him to clean up, especially when the opponent's uh, the caliber of an opponent becomes tougher next week. But I thought Cliff did well enough. There was just – there was in the first half, it was it had, it had was a wake-up call, and you can't have those against good teams. Uh, they, I thought the play the, – the, the offense did exactly what they needed to do in the second half. And I didn't, I didn't lose any confidence in them, and I think Cliff is, is doing – a fine job three games of the season. I don't have any issue with it. I don't. Well, that's fine. We're going to disagree. But my, my point that I'm looking at here is not about today, not about last Sunday, and not about the Sunday before. It's if they put this offense out against the Rams on Sunday, they're going to be down 21 nothing at halftime. I mean that that that's that's where like I don't know where that comes from. I don't know. I don't the know. The offense why looked you- terrible in the first half, except for it's one it. drive. And then, and then they were able to kind of turn things around in the second half. I mean, right, they, but they, a lot of it was set up by the defense. Okay, a lot of what the Cardinals have done this off season, this season offensively is because of short fields and turnovers by the defense. Which you know you could say about any team, right? I mean, that's how Lamar Jackson's gotten to where he is because he rides the defense to good field position, and you know you have Justin Tucker, etc. I completely understand that, but. Kyler Murray, you're right. I mean, three interceptions, three. The Car- the Cardinals have won the, the toss three games in a row. They've deferred, and they've thrown three interceptions on their opening drive, one of which ended up in a touchdown. So I don't know if it's, you know what, let's go balls to the wall here. Kyler threw three terrible passes. This one was in a double coverage. I don't know if he saw the safety or not, but it's like, 
who are you throwing the ball to? It, it, they're usually around the goal line, except for the pick six, which was thrown right to a linebacker's between his numbers. But the offense needs to have sustained drives, if only for field goals, just to keep the defense spry well, and the, not the tired. Was, the offense was, I mean, they came out of the, the opening drive. They were moving the ball before the Kyler pick. And then the field goal that they, they ended up scoring on their second drive, I mean, that was a nice sustained drive as well. I don't know what you, I mean, 407 total yards of offense. I just, I don't, I, I don't understand why we, I understand trying not to be content and the understanding that there's going to be better opponents down the road, but they've taken care of business. They've done everything that they needed to do. And it's what you're asking for from Cliff Kingsbury in this offense is perfection. And you don't, there, there's not, it doesn't exist. You're not going to get a perfect play call each and every time. But he's doing enough to where this this team is 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 sustaining drives, and I've seen improvement at least three weeks through uh, from this offense compared to the end of last season. Your mic is off. Four, five, six drives of three minutes or less. That's not sustained. Okay, and the longer ones are where they either score touchdowns, score points, or where they were in a position to do so. Okay, so sustained drives aren't two minutes of running clock. Sustained minutes aren't three minutes of running clock. If you want this defense to have a chance against good opponents, you need to stay on the field longer on offense. And guess what? If you're on the field longer on offense, you score more points usually because they're usually closer to the goal line. So sure, I'm not looking at it the first three weeks. I'm saying this is great. The Cardinals are 3-0. Obviously, it's fantastic. Okay, but... In the murderer's row of the next three weeks, two of which are on the road, this style, this type of offense, this offensive output isn't going to cut it. It's not going to cut it. You could be enamored by 100 points scored in the first three weeks. It's three of the you know, bottom-tier defenses you're going to see this year. So sure, they're putting them up and they're winning games. Absolutely. That's great. But they're getting away with a lot more in these three games that they will against the next three opponents, and that is for sure a fact. So I'm looking through the for- the forest through the trees and not just like, oh, they're putting up points, they're winning games now. It's short-sighted. It's going to be interesting to see if this offense performs against the Rams and you'll if you ever give him credit. Really I 100% is. will give him credit. I gave him credit last okay. week. If okay. he deserves credit, I'll give him credit. It's Kyler Murray running behind the line of scrimmage and then throwing the ball when when defense breaks down. That's not an offense. <laughs> it's not okay yeah i i just I don't, don't know why I, it's so hard to understand it, because it's it's you're never because i don't if you're, you've got a player like kyler murray he's going to improvise it's just gonna happen it's just but what if he didn't have to improvise if the play calling was right what if he didn't have to improvise as much i mean when when you scratch your head and you see russell wilson make an, an unbelievable play or aaron Rodgers make an unbelievable play off the off the cuff and you're not, I don't see anybody else go, well, Matt Floor, you know, uh, what the hell are they doing? As far Make as the play playoffs ball? first and you can get credit for it. Oh, Make the playoffs first. Comparing Russell Wilson to Kyler Murray is a joke at this point. Make the playoffs and then we can have a uh, conversation. Wilson came into the most uh, best, one of the best opportunities any quarterback's ever come into. He had a run game, he had a defense, and Kyler Murray came into one of the worst situations ever for a quarterback well because he because he also has a head coach who could dominate that side of the ball the head coach now is what 16 and 18 isn't that his record 16 and 18 one cliff kingsbury 
16, 18, and one. He took over one of the worst teams. But it's all Kyler Murray. It's all somebody else. I just don't get it. And we, okay. But the true test is going to come next week. Yes. And, and I just want to ask this before we get out of here. And I don't want to get too far ahead of us because ourselves because we have, you know, a couple. We, we're going to break things down. This is the knee jerk reaction after the game. Uh, Tuesday will we'll be cooler, cooler heads. And then we'll really start to look ahead. But because it's the Rams, it's the Niners, and it's going to be the Browns. I mean, those are three potential playoff teams in a row. What would be a number for you record-wise after week six for the Arizona Cardinals? After that week six? Be, yeah. yeah. I mean, five and one would be magic. Five and one would be magic. What's acceptable? Five and one? If they go three and three, I would like, Bo, if they go three and three, I would fire Cliff Kingsbury. I'm serious. Because I thought two and five was the number. If they go three and three, I would fire Cliff Kingsbury. And that's not being, that's thinking about the future and not trying to meddle now. You're just not looking. You're you're trying to be like two down the road, and you're not even looking at like what they've done. If the they lose year. three games in a row to three playoff caliber teams, and two of the games are on the road, ones in first ones in LA, the next ones in Cle- or the third ones in Cleveland, yeah, and you get a home game against San Francisco. If they go, no, one I don't. And two, I think is as long as you can avoid being swept, and then you get to take on Houston on October 24th with an opportunity to get right. Right. If, if you can get one, if one and two would be acceptable. Yeah. One and two would be acceptable. I mean, you're hoping for two and one, one and two would be yeah. fine. Just get one. And yeah. if you can get one at SoFi, we're completely we're having a completely different conversation. This yeah. is all and, reactionary talk because what we've experienced the last two years against LA and, you know, they've had San Francisco's number um, except for against a backup quarterback, you know, and they beat Cleveland on the road already. I believe under Cliff Kingsbury's or no at home. Yeah. Under Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, they, they kicked the, But that was a bad – I mean, Cleveland had a couple of their – obviously their pieces in place, but they were under Freddie Kitchens at that time. It was yeah. a dumpster fire. It was bad. But uh, we're going to start to figure out a lot about this team in the next three weeks. Uh, what we figured out so far week three weeks, it's been fun. They're 3-0. and uh, any parting words before we get out of here for the uh, Lockdown Cardinals audience? Better lucky than good sometimes. They were better today in the second half. Good things. I mean, this is, I mean, could you, could you have scripted a better start regardless of how they got there? I mean, uh, no, I mean, this is this, but this was, a, this was uh, necessary. This was essential that it start this way because of what is down the road. They did what they didn't do last year. They finished yeah. the trifecta and we're counting, you know, we're counting Tennessee as one game as you know, Tennessee as the San Francisco and Washington game, this loss would have been like the Carolina and Detroit loss last year. I got such a 2020 week three Detroit Lions feel early in the game against, uh, against the Jaguars. I was like, Oh, after that pick from Kyler, I'm like, Oh man, this is it. This is the same thing. This is, it's happening. It's happening. This is a uh, deja vu with this, with this team and, and nothing's changed, but now an opportunity to yep. continue to change the narrative First one next week. Next one Niners. If you don't get it with it, it, it doesn't mean it's gone. So you've set the team has set themselves up uh, to to be in the thick of things because of how they took care of business, lucky or whatever. They took care of business through three weeks of the season. It's Bo Brock, Alex Clancy. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Locked On AZ Cards at B O B R E C K and at Clancy's Corner. And betting on the NFL doesn't have to be a guessing game. New Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q handicapping expert Lee Sterling. 
Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Lockdown Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get podcasts. For Alex, you guys have a great rest of your Monday. We'll talk to you, well, great rest of your Sunday night because we're dropping this Sunday night. But we'll talk to you Tuesday right here. Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network.